feathers. <laughs> if they don't make it stop, we're going to release the hounds. <laughs> feathers. <laughs> Who's that boob in Sector 7G? <laughs> Dude, this sucks. <laughs> Why, it's, why it's do true. we agree to this? It's true. We don't know how to voice anyone in The Simpsons. It's it's really a difficult job, and that's the most credit that we're going to give to the cast of The Simpsons uh, for the rest of the day today, I think. Because uh, I mean, hey, props to The Simpsons, the cast of The Simpsons for doing The Simpsons. Uh, yeah, true, true. But the subject at hand, uh, no props. Yeah, no props. It's not it's not the beloved '90s, you know, characters we've we've grown and assimilated into our you know pop cultural consciousness and and maybe you know provided like a lot of socialization for me as a young child (laughs) do you feel the same way about like the simpsons in terms of your like childhood and upbringing being like one of the most influential pop cultural you know experiences you had Uh, growing up for sure uh yeah the simpsons was huge for me i feel like it's important before we eviscerate this terrible album that we're going to be talking about today the simpsons sing the blues by the simpsons presumably um is that like the simpsons were like my family growing up you know what i mean like i i felt like the simpsons like i identified um you know a lot with like lisa for example and like other characters their sense of humor and that sense of like irreverence and like skewering like sarcastic um you know tongue-in-cheek references to like american life i was like thank you like this is this is a language i can speak or like this is something that speaks to me so i just want to like situate this in that context because we hate this album that we're going to review today the simpsons sings the blues but the simpsons are so dear to my heart and so important to me. that's what makes it more of a bummer because you know i might we're doing this album it's it's my birthday weekend happy birthday happy birthday no see i was trying to do auto in case you guys didn't get that it was it was bad so yeah it is it's your birthday and you and you decided this for us so so talk to us about that why why are we doing this today when i I was a kid um like when i was very young like fourth grade we're talking here i joined um the columbia house record club and when with that record club i was getting cds all the time and one of the cds i got was uh, songs in the key of springfield and songs in the key of springfield was an album of songs that were actually on the simpsons tv show so it had you know who needs that quickie mart it had see my best uh these are classics you know it had all the songs from when marge was in the streetcar named desire the musical um so it was great and then my friend was like oh have you heard the other simpsons album and i i was like no i never heard it and he he let me borrow his copy of the simpsons sing the blues and it was the it was the first album i ever listened to where i realized it was bad you know like yeah. every album i listened to before that i liked you know i, I hadn't listened to a I mean, what did you would listen to at that point like big willie style and like fucking great <laughs> albums right like come on like. i had listened to let's see what cassettes did i have at this time Be- yeah before like i joined the record club and stuff like i had uh, you know the presence of the united states of america yeah, oasis green day Excellent. 16 stone by bush which i don't like so much now but you know it's not that bad in the grand scheme of things in the grand scheme of things right. i liked i liked cake i liked dave matthews band i'm sorry about that i don't like them anymore uh but yeah the cake album fashion nugget i mean that dmb apologist michael dunn (laughs) no 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 no. look i was young and stupid well that's what i'm saying that's the thing is that this album is worse than dave matthews band i realized that 
as a kid. You know, like I liked Dave Matthews Band. I didn't know what bad music was yet. <laughs> this is the first time I realized, oh no, I don't like I don't like this. And and so what did you do with this information? Did you just sit on it for 25 years and make a podcast or like Yes. <laughs> like... Yes. I had this is the first time I've listened to this album since elementary school. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. We have a friend and guest in the studio. Uh, so let's introduce your friend and mine. Do you want to this is your birthday show, so Sure, yeah. I'll do the honors. This is uh, our good friend Ben Stein in studio. <laughs> Hello, Stoppies! Oh, see? He did it. Oh, not quite Marge, but somewhere in there. Homer! Homie! Very happy to be here, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming, Ben. Also a big fan of The Simpsons growing up. This was every single weekday. I mean, this was yeah. every single weekday. As soon as, like, you know, you would come home from school and that you were going to watch The Simpsons. Like, The Simpsons yeah. were... for In my house, The Simpsons were, like, a huge deal because I grew up extremely... Like, with my mom was extremely conservative and Catholic and she uh, was super against the Simpsons I mean she did not want me to watch the Simpsons at all whatsoever like hard same hard same not 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 staunch Catholic but um, for whatever reason the Simpsons was off off limits to me I don't know why it was considered edgy but I remember that my mom would like she would go she'd be at work and then there was like this whole rigmarole where my siblings and I would like watch the Simpsons and then we'd hear the, the garage open and then we quickly turn it off run upstairs and then come back downstairs oh, Wow. Watching The Simpsons. I was always allowed to watch The Simpsons, not to brag. Yeah, but look my, how you turned. Out. Who, who was looking out for you, man? Yeah, no. but I do remember my friend who had this album. It was it was his par- his parents didn't let him watch The Simpsons. I think at by fourth grade they did, but like I was watching The Simpsons back in like you know when it first started airing and shit. So I, when we were hanging out like first or second grade, I remember I remember went over for a sleepover at his house one time, and I just remember his dad being like talking to his mom, being like, "Guess what, Michael tried to get us to." to play. Oh my. Bart Simpson. Uh-huh. <laughs> and she was like, oh no, honey, we don't watch that in this house. Oh. And like, I didn't oh, get it. Poor You're from God the other child. side of the <laughs> Yeah, seriously. Well, so that was the thing is that in my household, so actually, indirectly, the Simpsons are basically what what made it so that I stopped believing in God. And the reason, so maybe they should have been afraid. But, uh, <laughs> That's but weird because they but went the to reason, church all the time. But no, 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 it wasn't because of that. So the reason was because I, my mom was super, super against me watching the Simpsons and my mom and my dad were divorced, but like they had a decent enough relationship where my dad could come over a couple days a week and she, he would make dinner for us and like kind of hang out with us for a couple hours. And my mom and him were not like pals, so she would kind of like make herself scarce while he got to like be a dad for a couple days a week. Oh, it, was a, nice. it was a nice arrangement for a divorced kid, you know, or a parent of or a kid of divorced parents. But um, he would come over and the first thing he would put on was the fucking Simpsons. He was like, We're watching The Simpsons. Oh. And I was like, Well, <laughs> you know, my mom doesn't like that, you know, for like the first time and then I watched it and was like this is fucking so great like I'm never there's no going back here so at that point it was kind of like this shameful secret that I kept where I was like but I loved it like I loved it all the time when he would come over we would watch it and I'd just not talk about it not mention it I'm sure she figured it out I'm sure she knew at a certain point but it was like that whole commandment of like honor thy father and thy mother and I was like well what happens if they totally disagree and I like completely Uh don't agree with this one and I kept this as a, a basically a lie which in Catholicism if you lie that's especially to your parents that's, that's so the a, only issue that's here is a that your mom sin. didn't like the Simpsons yes. like if your mom was on board with the Simpsons this 
would it not have undermined the religion at all. Oh, I mean, it would have like no matter what, I was I was going off the I was <laughs> you, going you off still the be Catholic. Yeah, <laughs> yes. The Simpsons um, were very religious. Yeah, they did go to they, well. Oh, come on, Every come Sunday. on. They I, made I, fun of religious Bible. I, I, I mean, I, Ned Flanders was like the prototype. Yeah. Now he did have a lot of sympathetic. We could make a whole podcast about it. Like, I feel like they were like sat, just satirizing the, the idea of just paying lip service to religion. Right. Like, oh, exactly. we go to church on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. Convert the heathens. Oh, you dinged them and made them a Unitarian. <laughs> like, they had a very hilarious <laughs> well, so perspective on But yeah, so that was it. And I realized, like, uh, it was a mortal sin to lie to my parents. And I, I went to go to confession. to, And it was actually that and also discovering porn, which I wasn't, like, into porn. But I, like, found it on the Internet and was like, oh, my God. Like, I can't tell anybody about this. So I'm lying to my parents. And then you discovered Simpsons porn. <laughs> <laughs> What a day it must must have been for each of us oh when we first God, stop. I stop. Um, <laughs> stop. Oh, don't oh, me. Oh, me. I don't think I ever cranked one out to Simpsons porn, but I can't be sure. I really hope wow. not. Yeah. Anyway, point point being, um, the Simpsons were very, very important, and they literally led me into the dark side. I was, because <laughs> I was like, oh, well, if I, if I can lie to my parents about this, and I haven't gotten struck down. I thought God was Zeus in those days. Like I thought God was gonna like throw <laughs> fucking lightning bolts down from the sky when I was in church, and if I went oh. to go, because if you get communion when you've committed a mortal sin, that's like an even mortaler sin, and then you're going to hell forever immediately. You do not pass go. interpretations of stuff, so that makes yeah. Sense that and I was like, I'm gonna go directly to you know directly to you know hell. Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars, and then. I decided not to confess it, and I wow. fucking went to church, and I went and got my goddamn communion, and I didn't fucking die via lightning attack. So wait, how old were you when you lost religion? Like, I must have been nine or something. Like, huh. nine or maybe maybe eight, nine, ten at the most. This is crazy, because I also went to Catholic church, but I didn't know any of this shit. My parents did not, like, my mom was a instill any of this zealot. into me. Like, it was like, all right, yeah, I, we were like the Simpsons. We would just go to pay lip service. And then, <laughs> like, honestly, like, it wasn't like... I, I had no religious teachings outside of like Sunday school, which I didn't pay attention in any way. So, so the Simpsons sing the blues. <laughs> you gotta bring it around, guys. <laughs> I got my Catholic mojo working. Um, yeah. Well, so the worst, the first worst album of your life. Yeah. And certainly not the last. I think it's beautiful for your birthday. Happy birthday, of course, Mike Dunn. This thanks, is, thanks. This is happy birthday, you. Mike Dunn. Happy birthday. Thanks, guys. You did it. I, I wanted to see if it held up as, as bad as I remember it. Peaking at number three on the Billboard charts. <laughs> yeah, as, as a pattern with this show. Yeah, what the heck? Yeah, I mean, it was it was 1990, right? This album came out in 1990. Yes, uh, December 4th, 1990. Wait, really? So yeah. it was that early? Yeah, so this is after... Wow. This is like... This is before the album you were talking about earlier. Okay, so it was this definitely Between like... season one and two. Yeah, this is right after season one wrapped. The Simpsons were entirely about the family during season one. There was, it really didn't, Springfield as a character wasn't developed. So right, this right. is just right. about very true. the family and therefore boring. And it's not even, it's just, it's and it's based on like one, one episode. Yeah, one episode. Exactly. Season. And I just, it's a lame episode, by the way. I never liked the fucking. Oh, come on. You know, Bleed Gums Murphy episode. 
That was the one that oh. felt like a very special episode. I didn't fuck. You guys like? I, that? I, I don't know. I Come think on. there were some nice, very special. Oh, episodes. little Lisa. Yeah. Do you brush your teeth? What was it? <laughs> Let's put it this way. Do you brush your teeth? I don't. The only thing I liked about the episode is when all the like he, his face appeared in the clouds, and then all the other characters that uh, James Earl Jones voiced appeared in the clouds. <laughs> like Darth Vader appears. <laughs> says Luke. Yeah, a great episode. No, that's the only like I don't know. This, I, I never. I was never really into the like sappy Lisa episodes in the early seasons. I think Lisa was kind of just a sad sack early on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. None of these characters were developed. <laughs> Bart was right. just a troublemaker. Lisa was just a sax player. Like there wasn't. She was like a nerdy, sad sax know. player. There was no nuance to Marge. It was just they, you know. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's so much. More. I thought I would like that album that that you're um, that the, with the monorail song and all right. that stuff. Right. Absolutely. I would like those that. Are st- yeah. I mean, there's storylines that we like. Grew up with and adore, and this makes is basically sense. Re- Return of Bruno, or is that what it's called? Yes, Bruno? yes. This is Bruno. Simpsons like Bruno. Simpsons. Yeah. Yes. What is with Thank the you. fucking hard on for like whack, like ec- like reverby blues, white harmonica <laughs> pap? Yeah, in, in the late '80s and early '90s. Why did that happen? That's something we need to examine in 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 detail on the show. I feel like we need to have. Like, I feel like we have. We been. need to have. We need to really dive deep into the the, the weird blues comeback phenomenon. Well, let's say similar to Bruno. This is a star-studded album featuring Chuck Berry, Michael Jackson, Poindexter, Dr. John, Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. You got, what the, why were they They enlisted a bunch of famous, legitimately famous people and like decent musicians. Again, similar to Eddie Murphy too. It's like, just because you're funny, Mm. right? Like doesn't mean that you could make an album and have it be funny or make an album and have it be good music or or make an album and have it be good in any way. There's enough content to make an album. There's one song from the show that made it on and the rest are like covered and some like pretty thin you know like whack originals I don't know just like fucking Return of Bruno like yeah, the, just we like have Return the temptations I gotta say I, board I can't wait to talk about the originals I respect Eddie Murphy a little bit more uh, for what he did because it was all originals your episode about Eddie Murphy made me like Eddie Murphy I like him now <laughs> same thing with uh, well, the uh, Fair Abraham yeah I Fair like Abraham I think is Fair Abraham I will say upon now this being our 11th episode I think is my most uh, like I've shifted my perspective of Farrah Artbraham and I do recognize her like yes. impact Yes, but I do not yes. I'm not going to say that about Eddie Murphy I mean Eddie Murphy but he was no, better Fair at Abraham's it better he than was, Eddie, Murphy. Eddie Murphy was better at it than Bruno and certainly more better than it than the than the Simpsons because also you know similar to what you were saying about it just being like based off of one episode like there's no complexity of the characters it's all the most essentialized stereotypes about all of these characters. It kind of fucks with their mystique. It it does. It fucks with their mystique and it's also like they were going so hard on the early days. I mean, this shit hadn't even had time to breathe. We hadn't moved away from, you know, Homer going, oh boy, oh boy, chocolate milkshake. Right. Like it was, it was not even close to what it was and they still, I mean, heck, I mean, good for them. They bet on it and and it ended up being a huge hit, but like. Also like what you were saying, Mike Dunn, while this is probably the, there's not enough content for this album to be viable for me this is also probably in terms of marketing the only time it could have come out 
and been successful. Yeah. Yeah. This was like a Simpsons mania sort of thing. Well, this is also during the time of all that cross-promotional marketing shit of the 90s. So you got like Ninja Turtles. Oh, we got a cartoon. Let's yeah, make, yeah, the Ninja Turtles. Let's make, uh, you know, lunchboxes <laughs> and stickers. Like it's a marketing. Right. Cartoons Honestly, are marketing well, they engines. did this. This is what I was reading about is that like this was not the only one of its kind. Like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles did have an album and like this fucking Super Mario Brothers Power had an Rangers, album. another yeah. show that was just made for selling stuff. I'll, right. tell, you, I'll tell you my favorite one. But uh, that's not what The Simpsons is and we, that's why it feels so but cheap But Matt Groening probably didn't know that. He's the, like, we're one season in. Who knows right. how long this cash cow's gonna go. And I, I also think you were talking about you know how long how there were these other albums that came out the same sort of concept of like the TV show does the thing. Yeah. Uh, I liked the Dinosaurs album a lot when I was in third oh, grade. God. We had I'm the, the baby gotta love me. Yes, I love the baby gotta love me. Oh, pregnant Goku. <laughs> Oh my god! When I was in third grade, we had that cassette tape, like in like the like <laughs> oh, no. little like music listening corner <laughs> thing, the little nook that you could go to in free time. That's very cute. And uh, I listened to Dino songs all the time, so I was familiar with with this concept of this type of album. Mm-hmm. And this is still so much worse. Yeah. Sorry, I keep tapping on the CD case. Yeah, emphatically. We're, we're just hitting it because we, we actually have the CD case. Unlike most of, all the other albums that we've re- reviewed, we've just you know ripped those illegally. Um, but but we uh, they're on to us um, but I got this sued. I got this authentically at the Raynham Flea Market a couple weeks ago after we had already decided that we were going to review it so how convenient shout out to the Raynham Flea Market shout out to the Raynham Flea I just want to I want to also say that like while we're talking about cartoons that were turned into you know that had albums there was this is around the same time that the Barbie Rock album yes. came out yep. you know we it's you also had this was around the same time the Simpsons video game came out the arcade game which still Relevant, yeah, still great, for still sure. great. Um, holds the, up way better than this. Uh, the uh, Simpsons, like all the all the Bart doll, the talking Bart dolls were all made in like 1990. Don't have a cow, man. Yeah, um. <laughs> It was Simpsons Mania, and and you're right. They didn't know how long they could milk this cash right. cow, so they flooded the market with Simpsons bullshit. How little did they know? Yeah. I'm sure we they didn't know how long they could. All Bart shirts, <laughs> all Bart shirts. It's crazy how small of a fraction of the existing Simpsons is good. Yeah, because there's true. been how many seasons now? Thirty seasons it's, it's or something. Disgusting no, to but like dude, think they have like it. twelve good seasons. That's twelve like years of good Simpsons. They yeah. had like nine good. They seasons. had nine. That's years. a decade of good Simpsons. The yeah. first That's season, a lot. I'm going to say it. The first season's bad. The, the season of The Simpsons preceding this album is bad. It's the worst of the first nine seasons of The Simpsons by far. Mm. They have not found their footing yet. Fine. They're still on that Tracy Ullman era, yeah. you know, sort of vibe. Like, Homer's so angry, and he's not dumb. He's, yeah, he's barely not dumb. dumb. He's just a bad He's like dad. an abusive dad, <laughs> he's yeah. He's just an abusive dad. Yeah, that's true. I agree with that. <laughs> every every joke in the first season was him strangling Bart. That was yeah. Yeah, yeah. The it's old, true. the old versions of the voices make me uncomfortable. The old animation style makes me uncomfortable. But yeah, so that, but but you know, people didn't know how much better the Simpsons could get at this point. Like, right. it actually was like revolutionary that right. year. But God, it gets so, so they much better. Preemptively, like milked this shit, and in a way that was like totally unnecessary because it was already gonna be way funnier. And like, what is the best season of the Simpsons? Season four, seven, four, seven, four, seven. Yeah, and that, and everything between three and nine is yeah. really fucking it's the sweet spot ace. baby 
Favorite favorite spot. episode, which I already know we have the same one. Yeah. Because we like said it on three one time, and it was the same one. It was really funny. <laughs> I don't have one. But, uh, favorite episode? No. What's what's yours? One, one two, two, three. Frank Rams. I was gonna say Homer's Enemy, oh, which is the yeah, Frank Rams episode. Yeah. Frank Rams. Oh, that is yeah, a good one. Yeah, that's the best. That's one. the best one. That's the best one. Oh, I it's live so under dark. a bowling alley on top of another bowling alley. It's so what? dark. <laughs> it's like the Black I Mirror. I gotta go home to my lobster. Yeah, that is a messed it's the up Black episode. Mirror episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> Guys, we could let's talk do this about the album. Is there anything else contextualizing? You know, the album that we need to get into. I mean, so this was basically it was recorded by. The cast members themselves, uh, produced by all the people that we talked about, um, and yeah, I mean some great, some great featurings. Like we said, DJ Jazzy Jeff, but also Buster Poindexter. I don't know if they're great. The singer features. of yeah, yeah, well, features. Uh, Buster pa- Poindexter of Hot 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 and New York Dolls fame, uh, and uh, yeah, Joe Walsh plays some slide guitar on here. Tower of Power does Tower horns, of Power's on here. Horns their and horn uh, section, yeah. Mona Lisa, but God. Two too bad it all sucks. Too bad they can't save it, and you'll be able to see yeah, I'm, I'm right away. Not, not good features, when, big names. <laughs> when we get into our first track here, let's do it. Do the Bartman. I learned it with no rhythm, and so can you. It's a movie body. Yes, you got the notion. Front to back in a rock-like motion. Now that you got it, if you think you can, do it to the music. That's the Bartman. Beautiful. I hate this song. It's dumb. I hate it. It has really. It has like a three-minute intro before any vocals come in. Yeah, and it's all just like like four different types of synth bass. Sounds like Oingo Boingo. It's Oingo Boingo. Hey man. Hey. Hey man. Ah, too much ad libbing. (laughs) Way too much ad libbing from Bart. Yep. Eat your heart out, Michael. Eat my shorts. Ugh. And like the thing is that honestly, if this came out two two years later, legitimately they could have gotten away with it. But they just didn't have that shit to yeah. be able to just go like have have Maggie sucking on a pacifier in the fucking background as a beat yeah. for like twenty oh, seconds at that a is time. Gross. It's horrible. Bro, it grosses me out. Ugh. Like I will say that like Bart is like definitely peak white dude who gets away with everything and becomes a superstar for it, which with the nineties were like a great time for that. I mean, you had Bart Simpson, the ultimate nineties, like role. Mo- I didn't do it. Role model, you know, and then, then you had Bill Clinton as president. So to be honest, <laughs> it was like, <laughs> fair enough. I don't like it though, because I feel like Bart's schemes and shit are like, he's, it's usually clever and cool. And he's talking about like, I'm a guy with the rep for being rude, dropping banana peels all over the floor, you know, like, because he hadn't he sounds, done anything yet at this point. It sounds show. so uncool. Right. That's true. Yeah. What, There's what, nothing to reference. He hasn't done any. He hasn't stolen that video game from the store. No, he's. I think he stole the video game. Was that season one? Yeah, that was season one. But he was so sad about it. Which was nice. I liked. It was nice. I, I liked. That Apparently, they the music video for the song came on. out um, in the in the um, episode "Bart the Daredevil," where he jumps the Springfield Gorge. So th- this they didn't just release this and let it die. They came out with music videos for songs as more episodes were released. Oh, yeah, there were a few <laughs> singles, right? There was this one. Yeah, and Deep Deep Trouble. Was I think Deep Deep Trouble one. was a and single too. 
And I, Boy. I think, ugh, yeah. And Mona Lisa Blues, obviously. I put mothballs in the beef stew. Gross. Yeah, he also has put on the floor and then the test scores. Like, when is fucking, like, Bart Simpson given the opportunity to rap, going to rap about test scores ever? Also, these are the same failed close rhymes as Northern State. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say this. Uh, the Bart Simpson M&M. sounds like Eminem. There's yeah. some Eminem on this. Yeah, that's what I was hearing. And then it, and then it. Yeah, if you just like add a little fire and to the voices. Uh, the floor. Fall on the floor. The floor. <laughs> test scores. Um, I also like. test scores. <laughs> uh, we're going to do Eminem soon, right? Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah, we have a, we're, uh, we're waiting on a guest to confirm with, for that one because that one's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, there's just also way too many verses for a song yes. like this. Every there are multiple songs where I'm like, why is there a third verse? And then there's like a then breakdown, and then there's five verses. Like it doesn't make there's any also sense. Also too much filler. There's like so much sax and guitar filler on every song. Yeah. It's a 40 then, minute album, even and it song, could have been a 15 minute album. It's 10 songs, so that's four minutes per song on average. Unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, Deeply unnecessary. To talk about mothballs in the stew. Oh, man. And he has so much ad-libbing at the end. What do you guys think, though, of the uh, the Michael Jackson hook? So oh, I love that, actually. You yeah. like it? I mean, that's when I was like, I can see where the rumor about Michael Jackson's involvement in this originated. There are Because it has a very Lisa, it's your birthday vibe. Yeah. But this was not written by Michael Jackson. However, that was a huge rumor at the time, right? Yeah. This was yeah. like a big deal, was that people were like publicizing that this was a Michael Jackson uh, written song. Well, this, this would never happen today. You know, like the internet would squash that rumor immediately. Oh, yeah. But actually, we were having a hard time figuring out like if he was involved on the actual production of the album as a whole because there's, it might have been. I'm telling you, Michael Jackson is shrouded in mystery. Yeah, okay, so wait, so he is doing, <laughs> yes. he does backing vocals on Do the Bartman. No way. Really? Yes, he does. I knew it. I told you he did. I told you he Alongside did. additional vocals from Dan, Dan, Dan Castellan. What was with him doing shit with The Simpsons and never asking to be credited for it? Well, there's an actually like somewhat significant Wikipedia article on Just Do the Bartman. Just really? the song, yeah. Um, yeah. Anything good there? Well, you know, I'm trying to skim, so... However, the Simpsons creator Matt Groening, 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 Groening. It's Groening. It's Groening. No, it's not. It is. It is. I knew that, but I fucked it up. Later, later stated during an appearance at the 1998 World Animation Celebration Convention in Pasadena, California, that quote, "Do the Bartman" was actually co-written and co-produced by Jackson, but he could not receive credit for it because he was under Under contract contract. to another label. Groening told a crowd at the convention that had gathered for the Simpsons tribute that it had always been amazing to me that no one ever found out that Michael Jackson wrote that song. He was a big fan of the show. And it also goes on to say Jackson was a fan of The Simpsons, especially Bart, and had called the producers one night offering to write Bart a number one single and do a guest spot on the show, which is how Do the Bartman came about. Right, but I'm reading the last paragraph now because I skipped ahead and it says in July 2015 when Brian Lauren was selling the publishing and songwriting rights for the song, Lauren stated that quote, despite Matt Groening's repeated confessions, I am the sole writer of the song. 
So there's some controversy here. Yeah, what, though? <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Um, yeah. What the fuck? I mean, I, he, you know, he could be arguing that just to get the money. Who's Brian Lauren? I, Honestly. I don't know, but... He's not... He's no Michael yeah, Jackson. Yeah, and I'm going to say this, that, like, if Michael Jackson did write this, it really doesn't matter. It's still it's still a dumb song. And, like, yeah, the chorus... Yeah, the song's bad. Can, the we, chorus, can we just... Yeah, let's keep it with that. Aside, the, yeah, the chorus aside, yeah, The chorus is fine. The chorus is catchy. It's similar, you know, to the Happy Birthday Lisa kind of vibe but besides that this is a really dumb song I went to the it's northern state it is northern it's just state. exactly northern state <laughs> at least it's 11 years before so I read I read earlier though that John that um, Michael Jackson when he was eventually on that episode like that he was on he was credited as John J. Smith yes is he credited as John J. Smith on this album that no, might be how he's credited no it just says it's, it just says Brian Lauren huh interesting for left handed productions this Lead is- vocal, Bart. God, <laughs> shut up. That oh, song. Um, here's another funny tidbit just from the Wikipedia page. In Ireland, Do the Bartman spent nine weeks at number one on the Irish singles chart from January 24th, 1991. And this to is March when Sinead was popping up. And then, yes, it's true. Literally, only seven singles have ever managed a longer run at number one in the country. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This, no, this song is, is very well sung to us, too. This song Song's bad though. People didn't know. Uh, it's, it's, you gotta look at it with 1990 eyes. Here we are. Moving on. <laughs> this <laughs> next song is School Day. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Down the hall and into the street. My dancing shoes are on my feet. Up to the corner, round the bend. Can't handle this. Just tell me when. Right to the juke joint, you go in. I'm here. I said it's me. Party. Drop the, the coin, coin right, right into, into the, the slot. You gotta hear something that's real. What? <laughs> what? Fucking awful. What? That's your boy Poindexter. What is it? Who was Bart singing to? Who is that supposed to be? Got my dancing shoes on. What is that happening? So, so here's what my is- thing with this whole album. I yeah. feel like I would be fine with it if Otto had had a song. And this is the song that Otto should have done. Turn it over, off to school. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. this could have been Otto's <laughs> song, true, and yeah. I would have liked the whole album. It would have fit thematically. It's true. Yeah. And his voice. His voice lands itself to this, you know... Going to school and yeah, well, this stuff. particular song. They, they squandered their, they squandered their opportunity for Otto and went with the hot, hot, hot guy instead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, yeah, weird feature. Weird feature. Weird feature. Also, like so clearly and discernibly, not anyone from the Simpsons universe, and so it just seems like Bart's like shouting at a stranger no on point. the on the street. Like, yeah. and what is about going to school? You like a character. the quote, yeah. the quotes. My pants and shoes are on my feet. Like what? Like what? why are your pants on your feet? Dude? And also. So like, who fucking cares? Like, great, you got dressed. Like, you are ten. Like, what? Like, like. There's... Well, to be fair, Bart did have trouble getting dressed and going to school. That's true. But yeah. like, but he certainly would have more trouble with like writing a twelve-bar blues song about it. You would imagine. Well, Poindexter did that for him because <laughs> it, Bart would not be the slave if he was writing these lyrics. He's just. It's yeah, so that's the whole fucking thing. This whole fucking thing is like I kept saying to myself the whole time. I was like, The Simpsons are funny. This is. So not funny. It's humorless. Like yeah. none of this is funny. I, it's all. like paint by numbers. Like this is. I guess this is how we do this thing. Yeah, I said. Yeah. A, I said a similar thing for Bruno, but this is honestly like a bunch of people in plushy Simpsons costumes <laughs> doing a concert for six-year-olds at a theme park. <laughs> Simpsons on Simpsons on ice. Yeah, this is the, this is the Simpsons. This live. is Simpsons on ice. Simpsons yeah. live on ice. <laughs> this is that. Um, they did that. Uh, 
the Ninja Turtles concert video. This is the same vibes as that. Yeah, I was thinking... It's taking something cool and, like, trying to... Commodify it? Dumbing it down and, like, making... And taking all of the bite out of it and all the sarcasm and the the sense of, like, self-critique and, like, making fun of itself. It takes itself so seriously and is so fucking unfunny. Like, I kept finding myself, like, listening to the song and being like, man, I'd rather hear, like, an itchy and scratchy, like, chipmunks tune than this. Like, I would... Cool. Wouldn't that yeah. be great? Honestly, like, I'm surprised that the Simpsons were able to bounce back from this. Like, you know, they were able to recapture the It was a big power move. Yeah, like yeah. a big, like, big, bold move to be like, hey, we're... we're but again, we're... people love this, I guess, so yeah, they didn't fuck. really bounce back from anything. They were fine. Well, oh. I guess people just loved the Simpsons so much at that time. It was so yeah. groundbreaking that it didn't fucking matter what They're they did. Get at all things Simpsons. And I'm glad. I'm glad it's and especially if it's a cornball blues album. That was also huge at the time. Everyone was crazy for the Simpsons. Everyone was crazy for fucking cornball blues. <laughs> I want to know what. Oh, also, real quick, I got to point out, and I'm gonna keep. I gotta. I gotta let you know. This is the second song in a row with a saxophone solo. Yeah. Two songs so far with a saxophone sax solo. Counts. We will come back to this. The sax solos because sax count. Sax count. Sax count Hashtag two. sax count. We're two for two on the sax. Right, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna write down. Hashtag two I'm too marks. sexy. If you if you're listening. Stoppies. <laughs> First of all, why haven't you sent us a five paragraph essay on Hinder? <laughs> Second of all, I want you to hashtag uh, what was it? I'm too sexy, and then uh, include the number of saxophone solos on this album that we oh, referenced. Oh, I'm gonna today. spoil it for them. No. Yes. They have been, yeah, this is I made it a point in my notes to keep a tally of the it's saxophone solos. It's one of my four solos. notes. It's one of my. <laughs> this, no, this, this, would be a good, this would be a good Easter egg for the audience. Yeah. All right. Right. All right. No, because they're not gonna listen to the actual album. Right. I have to tell them. Okay. You, did, you did the research. They never listen to this shit. We do. Good. We have to listen we to it. We do it for you. We do it for them. Anyway, All right. what character do you guys think on The Simpsons would like this album? The- Lisa Simpson. You think Lisa would like this? No. I mean, oh, you're, are you trying to see, like... Is this which character would like the album? Does, do you think any character on The Simpsons? I mean, if, Lisa plays. I mean, there's all kinds of sax on it. Lisa plays sax. Lisa likes real. She likes improv. Yeah. She likes real yeah. jazz. She likes real blues. She likes She's some, not yeah. trying to fuck with Return. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I bet Marge and Homer don't seem like patricians here. No, they no, were into like know. the They were into like the this. '60s. They were yeah. like hippies in the '60s and shit, right? I mean, originally like, now they're like now they were dating in the '90s. Otto's right. a metalhead or like a rock. Rock guy. Yeah. Otto might like um, him. No, he Otto might. is not gonna fucking like yeah, this. Yeah, no, shit. it's too lame. Otto was not in It's way you know, too you know, lame. You know who this? Nelson's dad. <laughs> no, 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 Milhouse's dad. <laughs> Milhouse's dad. Milhouse is dad. Can I borrow a feeling? <laughs> that's this level Can of you music. Send me? Oh, that's who I should have been you, in the intro. You just Can I borrow it. a feeling? <laughs> Can you send me a jar of love? I would love to hear Milhouse's dad. <laughs> I'd love to hear Molasses' dad sing Do the Bartman at karaoke night. Do the Bartman! <laughs> um, I think uh, Martin Prince Martin Prince would like this album. Oh, Martin? No, yeah. he likes classical. Yeah, Martin, Martin would like it. Yeah. Martin does like classical, but he would be like, well, I didn't like rap until I listened to yes, the yes. Sing the Blues. <laughs> and then he would start a band like Northern State. There you, <laughs> yeah. there you go. You know, it would be fun. <laughs> I'm, I'm a educated boy. Wait, is he Mickey Mouse? Or what? <laughs> hi, 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 I'm Martin. <laughs> Listen, I already, I already blew out my vocal cords doing, trying to do a. <laughs> yeah, how many does this, my... does this song get out of out of five? 
Oh, five, five fretful, oh, fretful groans. Should we move on to the next? Uh, yes, we should. Yeah. Yep. All right. So the next one here is. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. Damn it. I hate this. This album. All right. My God. I don't like to read. I can hardly write. My whole life has been. Born under a bad time. I've been down since I began to crawl. <laughs> Here's your Tower of Power. And B.B. King is on this song, by the way. B.B. King's on that yes, song? Yes, he is. My God. <laughs> um, I think Homer, however, uh, Homer is, he's got a blues voice. You can feel the pain. He works what a little bit better. What are you talking he about? He works a Man That's not what he sounded like. He, he's born under a bad song. Like he can't enunciate. Look, he's he's really fucking he, you can, stupid. You can I'm not saying that song. I'm not saying he's great. He's better than Bart. And I kind of I see what Ben's saying. Like I can see a guy with this voice at the bar brasserie. Are you rocking feeling... a blazer <laughs> with like rolled up sleeves and like purple tinted oval sunglasses yeah. and like a Richard Lewis mullet, <laughs> like holding a whiskey ginger ale, going born under a bad song. Like, so, so, so Billy Joel, like he's a, he's a decent white blues man. If that's what tickles that's, you, also that sentence. He's a decent white blues. Come on, let's yeah, get yeah, let's be real. He's a suburban dad who works at a like. Do you feel bad for Homer? Like there are moments in the I mean, early seasons dumb. where there's some a shitty te- job. But remember, we talked about this. This is his first season, Homer Simpson. He's just yelling and strangling his child all the time. Yeah, exactly. That's the entire. This is, this is where the premiere, like, if this came out closer to the beginning of season two, they already have those episodes, you know, at least conceived of. So they have a deeper sense of Homer at that point. Right. Yeah. Right. Which I think that that is relevant. Dude, can we just... Is- this, this song sucks. This, though, this sucks. podcast would just be talking Simpsons with. Yeah, we can <laughs> like really, we, I really just split off. That. Love that. Let's just start our own Simpsons podcast. Yeah. Heather and I Mike sing the blues. Simpsons trivia. So Homer Go gives on. himself a bunch of nicknames on this song. Uh, they include Big Homer, T Bone Homer, Blind Lemon Simpson, yes. Blind Lemon Lime Homer, Stra- Blind Grapefruit Homer, Blind Strawberry Alarm yes. Clock Homer. Yeah, I mean, I hated that. I hated it. It was. It was funny. It all comes within the last five seconds of the song. The, he crams it in. In the wrong way. It was funny. It's funny like, oh, it's okay. Funny peculiar. That's what you're going to do. I also noticed this was like the uh, era, like he had like a line about eating pork rinds. Like yeah. this was like peak pork rinds era for for Homer Simpson. Like, you know, like in the early seasons, he was always eating pork rinds. Yes, and I that feel was like one of the off. three defining features of yeah, that character. That's, <laughs> the, that's the thing is they just harp on those three characters. I mean, Lisa only has two. Bart only has one. <laughs> like there's only one defining part of his character. At least, at least Homer gets to be angry, dumb, and fat mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> at the same time. But again, you know, serviceable cover of the song "Tower of Power" <laughs> really? BB King. If you no, absolutely have, not. You didn't absolutely have Homer not. on it. No, it be, stop it. I want to put this in perspective. This era of blues is wanna, so lame and bad. I want to put no, stop. I know it's BB King, but it's not. That is not BB King. That is not BB King. That was playing the music. I know. That was like D minus King, and you know it. The early nineties. BB King. 
between phoning it in era. This Listen, is when. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm angry. No, I'm you angry. go ahead. You I'm, go ahead. No, no, fucking you. All right, so the early 90s, this is like when Sonic Youth, this is like Madonna's like blonde ambition tour. This is fucking Faith No More coming out with Epic. That's the early 2000s. Early and then 90s. we. I mean, the early 90s, you know. That's a. Sorry, I'm going back to Hinder. Uh, <laughs> this is Simpsons. Like, this is the era in which Simpsons sing the blues as an, an album and a, and a show or an, a show of, of characters that are so like anti this kind of pap garbage like supposedly like, like they're supposed to be like sardonic and like riffing on American life and culture yes. and then this is the fucking That's thing true. that they put out in the same time frame as fucking Faith No More like, but also I mean there's nothing be, good about it you can't be, call this BB King Go no ahead. no but to be fair like this is also like when like Too Sexy by Right Said Fred came out and shit you know like there was <laughs> other bad music other than the Simpsons the Millie Vanilli I mean this is a very like there's nothing special about the instrumentals on this track this is no. mellow, va- saying, mellow, vanilla. Not, you know. <laughs> mellow Vanilla Mellow Vanilla it's you know. yellow <laughs> what were you saying it's not interesting it's not you know a good take on the song <laughs> I agree but you know it's but not, what? It's not horror. It's not like it's. If it weren't for Homer singing the vocals on this, okay, would you so hate it that much? Then we're going yes, back. Yes, yes. I hate this this era of blues music of shit. Like I feel like in every like Super Bowl commercial and shit too. Like at this time, it was all blues music. Everyone was loving blues. This is every. But it was band, like the most like toothless. This is every band playing bullshit version of blues. This is that, every band playing in those like open bars on Bourbon Street like at two in the afternoon? <laughs> yeah, this was their hate. Their real yeah. Good. Exactly. Waiting for their real gig later that night. This yeah. was their heyday, you know. That's they're 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 on Bourbon Street and also go and now. also saying like oh like this is like somehow like divorced from its context and the singer completely like a decent song that doesn't mean anything. Like you can take away this if you're taking away the singer and you're taking away the context of it being fucking Homer Simpson singing and all of the lyrics, then it's just a generic song. That's like, my point cares? though is that it's it's but just Homer. Just, you think it, it sounds be better even, without Homer? I'm saying it sounds crazy to just have you know you have this long. <laughs> intro and then you hear come in it is a cartoon yeah right. it is ridiculous. but it's not a funny one and again we're no, going it's not funny it's not funny we're not laughing yeah the one the, the closest laughing. attempt to the joke to a joke on the song is him. strawberry alarm clock homer <laughs> that is the best he could do that is they the best blind lemon lime homer blind grapefruit homer oh, and he doesn't oh. why blind it doesn't make who any who wrote these ad libs for, for the like they, they definitely no wrote idea. this shit down right yeah Definitely. It, it, it feels like really they didn't really put much work into this, you know. Like they didn't really want to care about making it work. No, we just want to make it stop. I take, ba- I take back saying this was serviceable. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, <laughs> Thank you. you. That's what Thank we're waiting for. Now we're going to move on. That's why I yelled at you. Because <laughs> that's why we yelled. That's why we we clipped our audio, and we're going to move on to the next song. Now that we've settled that, uh, this one is ugh, Moanin' Lisa Blues. <laughs> Okay. So I like Yardley Smith's voice on this. Yes. For real. To be honest, I think she is an actual. She could be a good singer. She is the best of, best singer of the of the Simpsons family. Right. Agreed. Um, 
And this is the one song that was on the show. This mm-hmm. is from the Bleeding Gums Murphy episode. A way shittier version of the song from the Bleeding Gums Murphy episode, if you yeah, ask me. Yeah, yes. I, I actually went back and watched that clip from that episode. And it's, it's you know, it, it was clearly made for the Simpsons cartoon show, but it's way better than this. Because this yeah. is, like, trying way harder in a weird way. Yeah, the mixing of it. And, like, her oh, voice is very, like, yeah, so many Fucking solos. 50-second long slide guitar solos. The third song with a saxophone solo. Got to say, actually a dueling saxophone solo. I'm running down another tally mark. That, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it is. It's the. It is supposed to be Lisa and Bleeding Gums Murphy playing saxophone together. It makes sense for this song, but they already had two before this. But again, this is the only song that was featured on the show. The entire album is based on this one song. Yeah. Yeah. It's built around this song. But this song, I just it has a guitar solo, a dueling saxophone solo, <laughs> then a harmonica solo, <laughs> and then another dueling yeah. saxophone solo that it fades out on. A bit extra, if you like, ask me. Like, no one's listening to a novelty album for the fucking, no. like, instrumental solo. No. 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 What the fuck? No. You're fundamentally missing the point. Yes. It's yes. very much so. Very true. I... <sighs> Right. It's, I don't, even though it's a technically decent song, that doesn't make this like justifiable. Why would you call this technically decent and the last song not? Oh, this is, this is better I don't than the think last either. one. I mean, they're both, what? yeah, they're fine. It's fine. In terms of These the, studio musicians know how to play their instruments. Right. Surprise, surprise, surprise. From before. No, I'm saying from before. Yeah, but I'm saying the song, song is still terrible. Like, and, and the only thing, I guess, w- to compare the two of them, her voice is better. And if anybody in this family has claimed to the blues, it's probably it's, Lisa. Or or Marge because she puts up with a fucking lot too. So like the fact is is that hearing like Homer Simpson being like, and then I had to make my own dinner once. Like that's not the blues, you know what I mean? Like 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 Lisa's like picked on and bullied and is too smart for her family doesn't understand her. Her family doesn't understand her, and that's why she like seeks refuge in the magical, you know, uh, blues musician. (laughs) I love this episode. (laughs) The the line from this episode that I love is bleeding Bleeding murder because oh Lisa the blues aren't meant to make you feel better it's meant to make everyone else feel worse <laughs> yes sorry got a red pill me on this episode it's bad sorry <laughs> I don't know if we can use that not gonna red pill you on anything uh, uh, yeah bro you think um, you cucks are gonna red pill me on bleeding gums <laughs> I think that bleeding gums and Lisa's relationship well, is very always... endearing very endearing it's true no it is really true and this is like you know what this, an interesting trope this sets for... up Lisa for being able to cope with her life throughout the rest of the yeah, tenure of the it's show. True. This is like him it, saying, it fosters like, her resilience. Lisa, you're, you're going to have issues. You, you know, you have a tough situation here, kid. And then, and then yeah, she, he was, she blossoms as a character. He was a, he was a positive, yeah. was a positive adult role Take model. Take the context of the character Whatever. of the show. Okay, I'm going to push back on this hardcore because also I don't want to discuss the next song because it's just, they're all really bad. Oh God, this next but one I, but like, is the worst. No, they, I think that was actually my favorite part of the early seasons of the Simpsons was because there were tender and like beautiful and authentic I moments. Agree. I will never forget the one of my other favorites for sure, not for its being funny, but the episode where they talked about, um, you know, giving birth to to Lisa and to oh, and to Bart, yeah. and then about when 
Mar- Marge got pregnant with Maggie and yeah. they didn't plan on having a kid and was how that he season had to, one or two. This was early. It was Snaps. like maybe two or maybe maybe two or one. I don't remember, but I think it was maybe two. And he was, uh, you know, he had to take on extra shifts at the nuclear power plant. And yeah, it wasn't a. Episode. And he gives up his one. like. You're giving me goosebumps right now. I, well, I, even if it's not season one, the point is, is what I do love about this show is its ability to, you know, be poignant and be sweet. And I agree. I think that the Bleeding too. Gums Murphy episode example and a glimpse of what was maybe to come with those sort of complex themes as opposed to just wah, wah, I'm going to strangle that you. That might even be the best episode of the season for that right. reason. It might it transcend. If you had, no. yeah, it transcended Strangle Bar. It's Bart. so saccharine, you guys. It's like it's not a well executed version of of that uh, Simpsons. Like, hey, call me. I, I understand. I, I like I like when they get sentimental too. I love all those old flashback episodes. The, you're talking about the one where like. <laughs> And also, there's yeah. the one where like hard margin Homer first meet, and it's like yeah, oh, Artie and shit. Busy yeah, hens. Yeah, uh, yeah. there's some <laughs> and, good and episodes they, that do that. I just don't think this is one of them. They I think fuck it's on the mini golf course. I think it's uh, the, <laughs> yeah. I think it's cloying, and I think it's saccharine, and it it doesn't do it for me. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I'm well, sorry. I, I agree, and I'm saying I'm not I'm not keeping the song. This song is bad. It's it's a bad yeah. song. The song, I, is bad. the song the version of the song from is, the episode I would, is better. I would like the episode. I would put this above Born Under a Bad Sign for those two reasons. Sure. You can see. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, would, I don't think I. W- I don't think I would because it's got too many fucking solos. I would For rather hear a solo alone. than more of fucking Homer going. Like it was not the other one. I don't even know. Nothing we've anyway. listened to yet is is it's all bad. It's, it's really bad. bad. Um, and it doesn't get better. Should we <laughs> yeah, move no. on? <laughs> yeah. As if as if the next songs are gonna be good. Right. Here here we go. So this was their second single. This also was you know a minor hit. I guess this mm. is called Deep. Deep trouble. Worried when the windows got smashed. The next thing you know, mom and dad are home. The kids disappear and I'm all alone. Everything's silent except for my moan and the low bluesy tone of a saxophone. They look at me, then they go into a huddle, get the sinking sensation. I'm in deep, deep trouble. Of of heart of Bart being a fucking lame, uncool, like the worst version of him. Yeah, that's true. All these like all the lawn mowing story in the second verse of uh, the fucking uh, (laughs) now you can't go to the boat show. Why is he trying to go to a boat boat show? show. How do he go fuck like fucking (laughs) as punishment for like he's in deep deep trouble. What's his punishment? He gets a A haircut. haircut. A haircut. Yeah. Yep. Looks like a lollipop. I hate this shit, and it sucks because I actually kind of feel like the beat is decent on this because this is the jazzy Jeff Jazzy Jeff, and he's scratching on it too. His flow is actually pretty good. His flow on it is decent too. It's got kind of like a a Slick Rick children's story vibe where he's like, "It's a story. I'm Slick Rick," you know, like he's going for that vibe. And I like they did all they could to try to save the song, but just lyrically, it's lyrically it's so. It goes against what I, fundamentally what I believe Bart to be. Which and then, but no, but then Bart, like half of this is him saying, "I had to listen to Lisa play the saxophone." It's like, is that all Lisa does? And I guess, I guess season one, yes. This yeah. also made also it to this, number one in the singles chart in Ireland. Just so we keep this in context. Continue. But also, yeah, he mentions her playing saxophone, but weirdly, no saxophone. Solo no, this is the one. Yeah, the one song that doesn't have a fucking. I will saxophone say solo. it does check all the boxes necessary for a rap song. He tells you his name. Tells 
tells you where he's from. Tells yep. you what he's about. Did yep. he tell you what he's here to say, though? <laughs> he definitely... He does say that his name is Simpson Bartholomew J. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't, like, he... There's, like, another... This is another song that has, like, five verses that is so unnecessary. Like, doesn't even make any fucking yeah, sense. Yeah, way too many verses. They did make a music video for this album, <laughs> for this song, too. Yeah, and um, it premiered after C- season two episode, Bart's Dog Gets an F, the one where they send Santa's Little Helper to obedience school. Yeah. That's when they premiered oh, the video. Wow. Yeah, so that was into season two. So yeah. this is, they were promoting well, I, I, this album I, during season two. That's what I'm saying. They slow rolled these songs. They, they managed, managed the singles throughout the second, the next season. So, so I this guess, was way after yeah. Do the Bartman when, when they released it, like as a single. As a single. But, yeah. but it, it speaks to your point earlier that they already had a sense of where the show was going when they recorded the album. <laughs> Mm, yeah, but I, I just feel like they, they really half-assed it. I think yeah. they rushed it. I, I don't think they even cared if it represented where the, where the, season, where the show was going. I think that they were just no, like, no. okay, it's the Simpsons, it's the blues, it's the Simpsons sing the blues. You know? Like, <laughs> it's not and, even and the blues. The and that's Happy the songs aren't blues songs. Right, it's just it's just domestic, like, mundanity, like, for, yeah. for like, yeah, the suburban yeah. family. Like, none of this is blues. Like, the blues come from a very, it's a very and specific like you, and like tradition, said, and it's yeah. not about yeah, mowing the fucking lawn. Like, that is important that we need to keep that in, like, overall in our minds about this whole concept of, of what the blues are. You know, it's a it's an art form that is being co-opted to discuss fucking haircuts. Like, that's, this is fucking <laughs> dumb. Like, it is, it is bad. It's so asinine. It's all so, so asinine. It clearly, clearly misses the boat with being a blues album, but it right. also, like you said earlier, Mike Dunn, misses the boat of being a novelty album. Yeah. Like, it's not funny. And being a Simpsons album. Album yeah. because it doesn't even represent these characters and like yes we could say like oh this is early on like they didn't know what they were going to be beforehand so it might not be fair to judge them by their like more complex characterization later but I don't know the fact that like Homer is just like you know like what is this like face so distorted because he was propelling it wasn't what he said but more of his tone the usual jive put your nose to the grindstone like Homer Simpson is not a guy that fucking gives a shit about putting nose Bart, to the grind those- are those lyrics from the song? No. Yeah, Bart said that part. Bart, Bart said that to his to Homer. He said, "I said real. I'm real sorry, but that didn't cut it." It, it doesn't matter because it's all. It's just so fucking off the mark. Yeah. This is. Is this a bad song? <laughs> yeah. It, it feels like it, it doesn't feel like the people who were actually involved in the Simpsons like were like made this album up until they grabbed the voice actors to do the uh, record the vocals. Like, and, which you gotta give them. You gotta give the the voice actors some credit for sticking it out here. I guess. Well, they're, they're getting I guess. paid. Yeah. I'm gonna give credit to the session musicians for fucking sticking this out, which by the way, yes. if you look at the image, no one gets credit. Pass me the image. Yeah, I'm not the, giving anyone credit. No one gets credit. Okay, no one gets credit. But um, the image that was like po- that's on the back of the um, booklet, the CD booklet, it like has all the pictures of the Simpsons characters, and then at the bottom it's just it's Bleeding Gums Murphy and then some anonymous brown characters like playing. <laughs> Stoppies, I wish you could see you <laughs> like yeah. playing like yeah. various I instruments take a like that and we can tweet it uh, it is it, it is it's literally like oh we got some brown people to like play the actual uh, blues part uh, and then we just laid on these fucking stories about fucking mowing the lawn gross. like it is <laughs> yeah You're sorry to out. sorry to take it there <laughs> always gonna do it but like <laughs> that's like what i do true. <laughs> it's always, while we're it's always the, uh, true while we're on the album art if you open up the book the other the other images are the, the voice actors just hanging out with their cartoon character in the studio. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Just, yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's kind of sweet. 
There's Hank Azaria. It's better than the album. Definitely better than the album. More 1990. 1990 this came out. More clever. Put a little soul in your life with this exclusive Simpsons stuff. <laughs> wow. Um, offer expires December 31, 1991. Well, guess it's over. I used to love sending in for, for giveaways oh my and shit. God. Like, what was? Did you remember? Do you remember your first Simpsons merch? Because I remember that. Hmm. I remember, and I actually. I think oh, I stole oh, it. oh, oh! I, it was the other it's album. Bart fashion. It was the other album. Yeah. Okay, what okay. was yours? Mine was one of those. You know those like handheld Capcom games. <laughs> Uh, yeah. I feel like I had one of those. Wait. Is the Simpsons handheld? I'm yes. sorry. I lied. I had Simpsons Pogs. Yeah. <laughs> that is so and I had Simpsons trading cards. Yeah. I had. I remember I, I had a Crash Test Dummies um, handheld, like, Camcom game, and Capcom. Capcom. Capcom? Capcom. Capcom. A Crash Test Dummies. Oh, not yeah, the Yeah, like bands. a little handheld game. Not the bands. No, the, no. The, 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 like the, the, the cartoon the games. Yeah. I remember when they were trying to make Crash Test Dummies, a, like, a thing. I had that, and I had the Simpsons handheld. And then I had like a Game Gear for nice. my real okay. shit. So wait, okay. So that was your. So mine was the Bart Simpson's Guide to Life. I had that too, and it was a big a deal because it, it was book. a book. It was a book, and I remember because we used to oh, go to like the bookstore, and I would I read it secretly, and my mom would not let me buy it, like would refuse to let me buy it. So I think it might have been either the first thing I stole, or the ah. first thing like intentionally, or the first thing I like saved my. Is money that like for. the crep- you would go nice. to that crevice in Barnes and Noble or whatever? Yes, and, like, exactly, and mm. then have my like secret moments with that book. But it was like Bart. Simpson. It was great. It was great. It, it blows was... away Simpson sing the blues. Oh my god! I wish that was an album. I had. I definitely had uh, <laughs> the Bart Simpson's Guide to Life. That yep. was. I loved uh, the the section where it was like uh, all the different like Homer's face with all the different diseases you could have. Yeah, you had, like yeah. Lockjaw. It was stuff. like the five. You know, the five <laughs> food groups, the uh, jiggly group, and also the Homer silly group. <laughs> Homer is like the seven deadly sins. Yes, yes, yes. Do you oh still have the We need to. No, um, God, no. I might. Heather, you have literally everything else from your entire life, and. <laughs> no, oh no, no, no. Uh, we were hoarders, so a lot of it got thrown away. Hey. Um, but hey, that's fine. Should we? Can we just please we go to the continue. next song? Because there's so many. We. I wish this was a podcast about just discussing our love for The Simpsons. Cause <laughs> it could be. I mean, this could be us, but you playing. <laughs> Let's do this. This is uh, the next song in the album. God bless this child, sung by who else? Lisa Simpson. <laughs> uh, Billy Holiday cover. Oh, who else? <laughs> I'm yeah. sorry. Who? Billy? Billy Holiday? Uh, <laughs> All right. Just a standard, uh, you know, song from one of the most, you know, important and influential blues singers of all time who led a tragic, brutal, abused life and uh, co-opted by an eight-year-old <laughs> cartoon. Well, a, she's a got yellow, a good a voice. A yellow cartoon. <laughs> 
She's got a good I, voice, though. I wrote down and? one note for this song. Weird choice for this album. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why is this on here? Also, that begs the question, why is why are any of these blues covers on here at all? Right. But right. especially this song. Why? I don't know. I think Lisa really belts this one out. You know, I think, I think it's good. Stop. This is my this favorite song. This is a Billie Holiday I know. It's a song. beautiful song. So, so again, so contextualize that and what you know about Billie Holiday. And I think, hearkening back to what we were talking about in terms of like the technical merit of some of these covers, this is horrible. This is a horrible rendition of this song. Yeah, I mean... Like the brand and brand. It's I do Kenny like, G. Kenny fucking G I, keyboards. It's true. I do it's like in the awful. beginning, Lisa, like it starts with Lisa like coming into the recording studio and saying like, I have a request, please. No, I, no I, synth, and then it's synth. I no know, I know. And then, and then it's synth. And then it's all synth. Musicians. But I do It is all synth. I, yeah, I, that's <laughs> horrible. It's, it's bad synth. It's like, it is like hitting the Kenny G setting yep. and clicking the arpeggiator or whatever and there yeah, you go I want to give it a little more credit than Kenny G because I kind of think this I, I think maybe the reason I like this is because it kind of gives me the vibe of like those weird synth you know crooner songs that they sing at the roadhouse in like in Twin Peaks in the Wait, early seasons and that's Peaks. a good thing like you're, you're, you're comparing yeah. this to Kenny G in a positive way no, I'm, not, I'm saying it's like it's, uh, it sounds like Twin Peaks yeah but I know what you mean and but, but hard disagree it, so in the context of a creepy like subversive show like Twin Peaks yes in the context of Simpsons singing the blues doesn't work like that for me at all for whatever reason at I don't know it works for me because it's I, not honestly, the same context no I think in uh, any way and I know this has to have already been slowed down into a Simpsons wave song so someone tell me what it's called stoppies get at me tweet at me wait what Can oh like vaporwave Simpsons wait, I'm wave sorry, what is this what are you talking about Simpsons wave it's like what a shoot, are you talking an about? offshoot of vaporwave oh, I, can you please talk about this because I, I think no it's just vaporwave videos over like color changed and like slowed down scenes from the Simpsons. Is obviously. this like where that meme of like of like Marge Simpson like looking all wavy like uh, up on the floor like kind of like tilted oh, over Oh no and that's stuff? that's Crump and Marge that's a whole separate meme. <laughs> <laughs> wait what so wait Simpsons wave I'm looking oh, this up. The there's separate. a pitchfork what the hell is Simpson wave I'm in the same boat. <laughs> I think if you slow this song down it'd be a good Simpsons wave song <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Okay so. I'm, no actually I'm saying it's the best song in the album because I, I, I think that I think I agree with Ben he said earlier Yardley Smith has a great voice and I think this is the best singing on the whole album I definitely don't have a favorite song in this album <laughs> I have two songs that I think are god awful <laughs> I think I have more than two songs that I think are god awful I think awful. every single song that we've listened to so far has been god awful I mean think yeah, about but it I don't have any favorites of that bunch oh, I yeah, think it's there's all bad good. and then there's two really bad songs it's well, true. I, I think there's a bunch of really bad songs okay so can I just explain what Simpson Wave is though for any of our listeners who care um, just because it's funny to me and interesting so as you said Mike Simpson Wave constitutes a, gen- a genre of YouTube videos that collage classic Simpsons moments with vaporwave tracks okay that's what I thought the clips from the Simpsons are often heavily edited given a codeine purple filter a staticky <laughs> VHS feel and generally arranged with psychedelia in mind overlaid on these clips are the classic vaporwave sounds of John Carpenter synths cheesy Muzak saxophones and sk- the hair we go and skittering drum machines making the otherwise strange edits feel complete. The mashup of the both is startlingly relaxing. Those early seasons of The Simpsons are reeking with 90s nostalgia and flashes of surrealism while Vaporwave accesses something deeper in that energy tapping into a sort of dreamy ennui. Sure. Wow. Ennui. So yeah, this would be a good Simpsons wave song. I'd say it sounds like you're correct. I guess you're right. And also, real quick. It's the first and last time you'll be right on. (laughs) No, just kidding. 
quick note, fifth song with a saxophone solo. <laughs> uh, hashtag I'm too sexy. Tell us you're paying attention. Is it I'm too sexy or I'm... I'm not sexy enough. I'm not sexy enough. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Let us know. Nice. Sax, hashtag sex, sex, sex. Yeah, does this, if you do listen to this album, tell us, do you think it needs more sex? <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Prove me wrong, children. Prove me wrong. <laughs> um... Yeah, this is. I get what you're saying that this this song is like a, offensive because it like, is offensive because of what Billie Holiday is and what she represents. And right. it's but it's just horror. It's like the and her voice. If if you were if you were not thinking about this in again in the context in this microcosm of this album, and you were thinking about this and judging it against all other music, include like especially including blues music, you would never listen to this and be like, oh, her voice sounds good. You know, you'd be like, yeah. what is this child doing? Like yowl on a blues track. And again, it's not it's it's not fair or fun to judge this as a blues album, nor no. is it fair or fun to judge it as a novelty album or it's a Simpsons just album, a piece, a piece of, of Simpsons cultural memorabilia. It's it's all terrible. Once again, not funny at all. No jokes on <laughs> yeah. this song. No uh, no jokes anywhere so in this that makes us a very you know, that makes us a very weird choice for this album because it's not even trying to be silly. Like there's nothing silly no. about it. Yeah. It's I'm a very serious song. Gotta love me was funny. Yeah. It was. It's, I'm not saying that like I mean, Deep, and, Deep Trouble's and, and the, funny, again, but it's trying to have jokes. Like, Lisa Simpson Barely. as a character, like, is, is like, always, like, the, you know, the, the troubled soul, the, like, straightforward one. Yeah, like, she, not the one trying to crack in the jokes. But, even still, it's so fucked up to even, like, in some small way, like, equate, you know, the plight of this eight-year-old yellow cartoon child with, like, you know, what she's covering, which is, like, Billie Holiday, an actually tortured soul. All you right, know what I fine. mean? Fine. <laughs> like, Maybe I was just too high when I listened to it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how... That's, I'm honestly, right. honestly, I'm just trying to, like, build you guys up for what I truly think is the best song in this album, and I'm oh, going to prove right. to you right. Oh, yeah. my God. Why? <laughs> if the fact that the, the, the song that you like most on this album hasn't happened yet is very worrying to me. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at what we got coming up, and let me tell you, Stoppies, tell you, it ain't good. It's definitely it, it's, not this next song, which we're going to listen to. It actually gets worse right? and worse. Now, I love to see you smile. Everywhere I go, <laughs> telling everyone I know. Maybe you got to forgive me. Don't want to take a trip to China. Don't want to sail up the Nile. Oh. Every Randy Newman song sounds the same. I was going to say, you know what? People love Randy Newman. You got Randy Randy Newman. Me. This is a Randy Newman cover. It sounds like every other Randy Newman song. Yeah. Wait, that was? That was Randy Newman. That was, yeah. oh. And this is also the song you get the Dr. John piano solo. I do love to hear Dr. John tickling those ivories. Oh, my God. So here's my, here's my take with this song. The best part of the whole album is the Dr. John piano solo on this song. That's true. That's true. And yeah, honestly. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, I'm not going to say this is this is definitely not a contender for best song on the album at all. But um, I will say this. I think uh, I like the idea of a Homer and Marge duet. Like, that's cute. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know this is supposed to be a blues album, but half of it is like shitty old school rap. So I think a better choice would have been Louisiana Woman, Mississippi Man. 
Oh, for these two characters, or to just not do this, or or just maybe the ultimate choice. Is that 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 an option? The better choice. Um, Yeah, I do. I think it's kind of cute hearing Marge and Homer do it. It's a cute idea. I like Marge on this album because, like, you don't have to try to judge her singing. You can just be like, oh, you know, that's that's who she is. I was kind of wondering is if Julie Kavner is actually that tone deaf, or if she's just playing it up for the character. Mm, That's a good point. That yeah, I, yeah, and that's I why. And it doesn't go to China. And see, I mean, her that character works. can't sing, as evidenced in the uh, the doorbell episode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I think Kanan. I think I at least think that that's like you know again like part of her character, and that actually kind of works on this. But like it's this is like mom and dad get a room the song, which is like <laughs> which is fine. And I actually again, it's like one of the most human songs on the album, where it's kind of like oh they're they're cute. I don't know. I, I like Marge and, and and Homer's relationship, even though she should have left him long, long ago. But um, the uh, it sounds like it definitely sounds like cruise line, like nine a.m. like hangover brunch music. You it know what I mean? Yes, yes. You've described it your is song. <laughs> See, I didn't even know that. It kind of sounds like that song from Toy Story. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it does. Yep. It kind of sounds like uh, side by side too. It's, that wasn't Randy Newman, though, was it? It was from some play. Uh, I uh, I think this would be a nice segment on the show if this had like visuals. If there was like a, like one minute, one and a half minute scene of like Marge and Homer, like well, on like that doing thirty-two, you, you know, three hundred, one hundred and sixty-eight episodes spectacular. Yeah. Like, like, like on the Troy episode, McClure. on the yeah. episode that features Randy Newman, maybe. Right? Yeah, perhaps. I'm sure that episode exists. But it's boring without like just the song itself, you know, yeah. like, it needs this is some visual. This, this song boring. makes more sense on this album than God Bless the Child. Absolutely. Like, why the fuck Absolutely. is that song? That's what I'm album? saying. Like, if, if we really do have to grasp at so many straws to, like, talk about this album musically. There's because nothing to it, say about it. Because it's so bad. But, like, I would say this is genuine in, in the sense of, like, it's cheesy and corny and, like, way too into each other. That, at least, is a, authentic to Homer and Mars' relationship. Mom, song. Yeah, sure. it's, that's, that's authentic to their relationship. You can imagine their characters like doing like a oh, sleepy eyed, oh, like you know, like mushy, like you know, like lounge review act as like a care as like a storyline. This, this is their makeup. It song still after sucks. Homer. Can we just say? Let's oh, just it definitely sucks. This song sucks. It sucks. I mean, this yeah. is not your favorite song in the album, right, Heather? No, certainly not. <laughs> All right, good. Certainly not. We haven't gotten there yet, actually, guys, oh and God, we're almost crazy. at the end. Should we power I mean, through fine. to get to the next one? Because I do feel ashamed now for liking God Bless the Child. You guys have sufficiently shamed me, so hopefully. Hopefully I can sufficiently shame you. We'll see. Whichever of these awful next uh, three songs. We'll see. I don't know. I got I got some arguments up my sleeve. We'll see. (laughs) All right. So this one is. uh, (laughs) I have have so few notes for this, but uh, Springfield Soul Stew. Give me about a half a teacup of base. Now I need a pound of fat back drums. <laughs> now give me four tablespoons of boiling Springfield guitar. This is gonna taste all right. Oh my god. <laughs> and then <laughs> I Heather, I have fewer notes than you. I wrote down nothing to say. Uh, okay, listen, I 
I wrote, thank God this song is mostly harmonicas and saxophones. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's my entire, that's all my comments. I said, this is a waste of a Simpsons novelty song, a waste of a Simpsons voice actress's voice, and a waste of my valuable time. This song does not need to exist. I do not need to hear Marge playing band leader like James Brown. And uh, it has another fucking saxophone solo. The sixth saxophone solo. I get it. One of the characters on The Simpsons plays fucking saxophone. I get it. For, it's a blues album. For, People for play saxophone for the blues. I don't give a shit. Novelty albums do not need more than two saxophone solos tops. No one listens to a novelty album for the saxophone solos. If Bill Clinton released a fucking novelty album, his whole thing with music was that he played saxophone, no one would listen to more than two fucking saxophone solos on it tops. I God. love me a Bill Clinton novelty album. <laughs> George Clinton featuring Bill Clinton. Um, for the Simpsons record, blues. this song is based on the original Memphis Soul Stew by King Curtis. So this is God. not an original or just like a like a bloopy song. Uh. Like this is also based on you know a, a blues standard. This is the this is the one that really has no reason to exist. Yeah. Of all there, the songs it, there's now. barely even any lyrics on it. This makes less sense than God Bless the Child. This right. is like we, admit that. No, this is like we need to give Marge one more song. Well, I don't even know if that's she barely says anything. She just says, "Oh, throw in a dollop of like whimsy," you know. Like it doesn't make any like. Uh, it's got a fat back bass. <laughs> like the whole thing um, is just it's just session musicians. Give me a half pint of horn. <laughs> and then in comes the sixth saxophone solo on yeah. the album. <laughs> it's so frustrating. Six? Hashtag I'm too sexy or hashtag. Not sexy. You just said, I, you just said I, are we only at six saxophone <laughs> solos, and there's been eight songs on the album. That is seventy-five percent saxophone okay, solos. Stoppies. Did you know that Hashtag. Lisa plays saxophone? <laughs> hashtag I'm too sexy, or hashtag I want to sax you up. <laughs> Do we need more sax or less sax? Uh, no, Tell us an, more. I'm, I'm too sexy means there's too much, and then too much. not and sexy I'm, enough. I'm, yeah, I want to sax you up I means sa oh, we want to increase the sax. There you go. <laughs> You're That's crazy like, to want to increase the sex. Well, I think Heather's crazy for puns. Yeah, you know, you know who I am. This is a dumb thing to ask people to tweet because, of course, everyone wants less sex on this album. <laughs> I think it's self-evident. Stoppies, uh, if you want more sex on this album, let me know so I can find you and kill you. Oh, right. An open threat to your audience. Uh, this is, a, this is an open I, threat. This is what podcast audiences want. They want homework. They want their lives they threatened. Want, and they want their lives threatened. <laughs> they want homework. They want to be told to write a five-paragraph essay. Write a five-paragraph essay, and the then hinder, you will die. And then die. <laughs> <laughs> is that, wait, is that what you told them to do on the Hinder? Uh, yeah. Did you not listen you to the Hinder episode? I haven't heard it yet. Oh, oh my God. God. When did it go up? I thought You're, you were a friend of the pod. When did it go so. up? We thought so. We believed. Just this on it Thursday. It went up on Thursday. Dude. It was a little late. I'm come sorry. Come on. It's been a, you know. It's Sunday. Um... <laughs> No excuse. <laughs> no excuse at all. I haven't. All right. Okay. Also, we invite you on the show, and this is how you repay us. And now is a, as good a time as ever ever to remind you that you can uh, like and subscribe, please, on uh, iTunes and uh, Google Play and uh, Stitcher or whatever. But you yeah, have Stitcher. I just found out. Like and like and like and subscribe. Get into it. Do yeah. it. Also, please help tweet, us out. Follow us on Twitter. I say this every week. Uh, I think we got a new follower this past week, so it must be working. We do. Which Eastern Bloc country up. does this person live? Um, hey, shut up. Hopefully <laughs> Czechia. Czechia. Hopefully Czechia. 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 <laughs> Czechia. 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 Czechia.
are stupid. Can we? Okay. We, okay. <laughs> we, we are dumb. Bring up dumb. This, the next song. Right, We're gonna cut so this part speaking out. So speaking of speaking uh, of being dumb, dummy, dumb, dumb idiots, <laughs> this next song is called. This is my favorite song uh, on the no. album. No, I'm, I'm happy the to dumb. Got it. That clipped. God. I was so far away from the mic, but I'm so mad. How could I not make it clip? This song is fucking garbage, Heather. Right, well, just play it. Just play it. Just play it. This is my favorite song just on the album. And here it is. The song is called Look at All Those Idiots. Hey, long to lure them to my home and then release the hounds. I shouldn't grow unsettled when faced with such abuse. I shouldn't let it plague me. I shouldn't blow a fuse. But look at all those idiots. Oh, look at all those boobs. An office full of morons. A factory full of fools. Okay. Okay, well, you know what? That was more like linguistic complexity than has happened on anything else on this album. And you really like the word boobs that much. Also, yes. <laughs> that I wrote in in the notes. You can you can uh, <laughs> you know support me here, but I just wrote look at all those boobs, dot dot dot. Okay, <laughs> so I will let it, I will let it be known at this point that <laughs> this is my least favorite song in the album. Oh my god. Okay, well you're so fucking wrong. And let's let's go through no, first of all, like I, you are wrong. I don't know where to begin. Okay. This liking. Here's this. here's the reason. Here's the reason why I love the song. So first of all, <laughs> it, 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 yes, it's something we absolutely nobody anywhere was asking for a sneering capitalist rap anthem like ever. Like it's yeah, tri- from a 95 year old white guy. Yeah, which but at least <laughs> he knows. white hey, mediocrity. But if he, at least he knows his place. Okay. What? First of what? all, he's. What are you talking about? <laughs> Mr. Burns he deserves to are be. Are you saying that like, Mr. Burns is woke? Uh, no, I'm not. Are you saying I'm he saying, deserves to be the one? I'm saying he's not like he's not like okay. He knows he's rapping. This is he's not place? pretending to do the blues. Okay, he's doing a you know these these idiots who do, all right whatever. What you're <laughs> like, giving Mr. Burns wrong. a pass over Northern State? I'm not giving wow. him a pass over Northern State the most at all. Evil white man in the history of evil white. <laughs> yeah, men. but at least he knows that he's an evil white man. Whereas everybody else on this fucking album is like trying so hard to be like, oh, you know, we sing the blues and we have it hard and we fucking like you know like have to put on our pants and like have a party when the windows get smashed and like fucking fuck all that bullshit like he is just like straightforward yeah. so and whatever so, yeah, he's straightforward saying I'm better than all of you yes which is I, funny I don't think we got which that. is and the, here's the right, main you're part right, the, you're right no, about- the main part about it the main reason why I think the shit is fucking good is it be, it was good. Be, not good compared to everything else on this album which is trash this is the least trash only really only because of the fact that it was the first song I genuinely laughed at. Like, I had a real out loud laugh, particularly in the break... Because he said boobs? No, particularly (laughs) in the breakdown part, when he was arguing with Mr. Smithers over what was a breakdown. Uh, We can't have a breakdown. Yeah, it's like, oh, well, if... I hated that. That's not funny at all. That's not funny at all. It was definitely funnier than anything else that I had heard on the album so far. a great example of this album not being funny. <laughs> the only thing I liked about it is that Mr. Burns tells Smithers to rip a guitar solo, and then I got to picture in my head Smithers playing that guitar solo, and that was kind of funny. With like, with yeah. But I had to make that up in my head to find something funny about um, this song. Alright, so I don't think you played the, the relevant 
um, clip from this song, but the song does kind of sound like play that funky music, white boy. Yeah. Bum, so bum, what? Dun, 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 that was a good I'm not song. It's good. I'm not That's it's... a good song. <sighs> what? That that is a good song. I don't think this sounds. I mean, this is like a New Jack Swing song. This is like the third New Jack Swing song on the album. It's like the Simpsons sim- sing the blues plus New Jack Swing, and uh, I think that this, I guess this is gonna be Alex Arsenal's favorite song on the album. <laughs> I I don't know. I I I, I don't know. I don't, I thought I it was don't funny. Like it. I, I thought know. it was ridiculous. I hate it. I hate it. You know, I don't know. He it it was it yeah, was. You don't know. It, it's fine. It was also the chorus line was like pretty catchy. Like look at all those idiots. Oh, I kept thinking about it, kind of like a dare cringe. to be stupid, like Weird Al kind of parody so you, song. So you think it this is the closest they get to being a novelty album? To being a no- exactly. Maybe. That's exactly how I felt. Oh, I, yes. I felt all like right. this would all probably right. be the worst song on like songs in the King of Springfield, uh. Key of Springfield, but I felt like it was a song that could have actually been in the show, like it's like See no, My Best. You know what I mean? No, See My no, Best. No. This, it's not this nearly. No as, oh, absolutely. This could not Listen, be on the show. I, I think there's no way the song could be on the show because it's just so contrived. It could be in the Planet of the Apes musical, maybe. Also, okay, again, the the like di- the dialogue on this is funny. Like Mr. Smithers says, Mr. No, Burns, not. Mr. Burns, you you make muddy waters sound shallow and cheerful by comparison. Like that's this not is funny. The, that's not that's funny. This is, no, this is the first. Uh, this is the first time where they're actually making fun of themselves. I feel like just on the whole fucking album. Just because they're telling jokes doesn't no, mean the jokes are they're, funny. They're trying to make a joke. Of, they're trying to. And then say, okay, and then it continues with like Burns being like, you know, you know, thank you, Smithers. There's meaningless but heartfelt compliment, and then the ensemble continues back and forth. And you know, Mr. Burns, I I feel like I got a few things off my chest and onto the chests of my inferiors. Like I don't know, he plays his character well. At least it's not. None of this is funny, Heather. What does that mean? Crazy. None of this is funny. They're paying. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I will take the point. The one thing you said that I kind of am on board with is that this is a true novelty song. They're trying to be a novelty song. But so is so is do the. Bartman, yeah, kind of. So is and that. That's probably my second favorite song, and it's a bad song. Like I'm just saying, these are really. I we have, have no slim favorites, fucking, but I know I hate this. But we have slim <laughs> fucking pickings, and for this one, I kind of enjoyed it just because I liked the chorus was pretty catchy. Look at all those idiots! So it sounded like Dare to Be Stupid. I wanted to pose and this question to you guys. It was a novelty song. Um, yeah. So, from the the onset, like from the from the very beginning, did Smithers always have? Uh, a crush on Mr. Burns was yeah. that a thing in season yeah. one? Always, yeah. Okay, I think so. Maybe not in the in the beginning. The, his first few appearances of Smithers, but once he, they changed the color of his shirt from white to green, I think. Okay, that was a yeah. significant. That, that was just coming out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I mean, considering the early like very very early nineties were a very problematic time in yeah. terms of like the cultural like you know consciousness around being gay. Um, Smithers might have been like a. I, I wouldn't necessarily call mm. him a progressive character, but definitely not like the certainly not the worst <laughs> representation not the worst, of uh, gay identity on yeah. on TV. I, mean, I felt bad how for many, him though. How many, yeah. Malibu, how, how many Malibu Malibu Stacys did he own? He had the world's largest Malibu <laughs> Stacy collection, I believe. But so. he was also like I don't know how many the number. But I'm saying that's a shitty caricature of you know gay men. Yeah, but it, it wasn't yeah. that. And he also pined for a. a, a it was unrequited. Unrequited. unrequited yeah, you saw that. Yeah, that's pretty bad. It's sad. It, it was sad, but it, at least it I, was empathy. It, it, it provided empathy as opposed yeah, to just a cheap joke. He wasn't just a cheap joke, I think. Right, he he I agree. had some complexity yeah. to him. Yeah, which, I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. I guess, I, again, that's the only thing, like the 
feel that but this the song other is reason still why, bad. Yeah, no, this song is definitely bad. I'm not saying none of these songs are good, but I'm so saying this is this song is great. This is no. What I'm saying is this is the least bad on the album, in my opinion, because first of all, I think I think there are some genuine like you know funny like imagining Smithers doing a solo and like there's some there's some funny moments and it's also like it's not the core five or four really that we're hearing on every other song on the album and like but that, it, it, it's funny it's like but but hold on hold on, on. but it, but it's it's sarcastic like it has that element of sarcasm and sardonic humor that I feel like is what I love about the Simpsons and I feel like this is the one song on the album that's not like taking itself as serious that's like making fun of this character Look. like saying like he's a dirty ridiculous capitalist who like you know hate is is like running his nuclear power plant and like fucking like sneering at all the poor people who work underneath him and like I don't know fine I, Bart I, puts banana peels on the ground and mothballs in the and snow. that's dumb no, like, I that's, get it it's all dumb but I I'm get just, it this, okay. uh, so I think what you're saying is that this is an accurate representation of the Mr. Burns character and you yes. appreciate that and at I least, think that's at, fair if that's your criteria for it being a good song and also that it's I crazy, feel like it but I understand what you're saying more it, it represents more of the humor that I was drawn to in The Simpsons in the first place which is like making fun of this kind of person whereas do the Bartman is like celebrating him for fucking putting mothballs in the suit which is fucking dumb fair enough. I think it, this I is think like it, he's dumb and like one dimensional and we're making fun I of think it. this equally misses Simpsons branded of humor that I appreciate. I think this is yeah. not. That's oh, why this yeah. not. This imagine this being on an episode. It wouldn't make any sense. You're right. It's you're not right. Simpsons humor at all. Yeah, it's you're like right. them. It's a weird, bizarro thing. You're yeah. right. No, this would not be in an episode. And I, and you know, but I mean, it's fine. If if that's your criteria, I guess that makes some sense. It makes there about as go. much sense as me saying that I like God Bless the Child the most because the vocals are good. <laughs> There's nothing to actually like about this album. No, it's true. I agree. It's I'm, I'm you just gotta saying, grasp it straws I'm, pretty. Right. Ridiculously. I, we're all in agreement about that. This is not a good album. None of the songs on it are good. But for me, I enjoyed this out of all of them. I enjoyed this one the most. Word. I hated it. All right. It's terrible. Let's move on <laughs> with finally, God, thank you. The last song, possibly, in my opinion, I the have, fucking worst song I can't wait on to this album. This <laughs> uh, sibling Rivalry. Before a test, she makes me dread. <laughs> Oh. I chase her down when she is right. When I refuse to just her tail. We have our most outstanding fight. So, to me, this sounds like it was a track from Andrew Lloyd Webber's Jesus Christ Superstar that was left on the cutting room floor. <laughs> yeah, it's got a sort of musical theater thing going for, going on. I yeah. uh, This is maybe my second favorite song oh on the God. album. Oh, my God. This is my second most hated song on the yeah, album. Yeah, I hate it. I wrote down they saved the wow, worst for last. We got some really different takes. We really... I mean, I mean, honestly, we have the same take in the sense that we all believe that everything on this album is garbage. So it's like, again, we're just sifting through the layers of... of Kaka to and like find like I don't know not to not, to, not to beat a dead her. horse here but again the 
the things they they talk about as being the basis of their sibling rivalry aren't aren't canon. They're not things that happen on the show. Yeah, it just right. are, it's just like generic, random brother she and sister. She likes vocabulary, she, and I like to you know. It's no like the, it's, it's like the it's like the MC Scat Cat. Like yeah. he yeah, he loves his cigarette, or like I don't like cigarettes. I love to smoke. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that is what that shit is. Yeah, that it is the basic DJ Scat Cat uh, yeah. uh, structure that we all know so well. It's uh, it's like whoever it's like whoever was actually in charge of this album like went on or tr- looked researched what do siblings fight about. But I like that the that musically the song has different movements. It's theatrical. I like that it starts out kind of slow and then there's like there's like different. It's not just a basic verse chorus verse structure. There's like, like I said, it's the it's it's musical theater in the Andrew Lloyd Webber of the Andrew yeah, Lloyd Webber right, right. which is I resent that because I hate Andrew Lloyd Webber. I'd, I'd I, you know. yeah, it's not good. I mean, None of this. Sh- it's it's not good. Go ahead. There's a little like uh, I don't know. I feel like it sounds a little Kate Bushy sometimes. What? Not to, I, know I, wish, I, I wish you guys had pulled a clip where you could support I that claim. Cannot, not I that do not part. believe not that. Not that part. No, but you know what I'm talking about. No, no I don't. Do the not, beginning of the song not. sounds like Kate Bush. No, it doesn't sound I like fucking Kate Bush. I can't believe you. I disagree completely. Like, wow. this shit is... like <laughs> The most tragic about? part about this fuck? song is how fucking I can't guess boring it here, is. my boy. Like... I think it's like, interesting. This is the only interesting song this structure. This is the least this interesting. This isn't just like verse, chorus, verse, four saxophone okay, solos. Yeah. Although there is the seventh saxophone solo in the song. <laughs> but Spoiler like, alert. No, stop. like you can he, stop counting now. Just because they have like an emotional, like you know, like quiet aside to the audience and have like that musical theater trope where they're like, and then we went to them, and then like and then they come back into the chorus like yo my name is Alexander Hamilton it, it, it is it's it fucking Hamilton it does it's sound like it, Hamilton to me it, it, but it's like it's, no, hashtag, hey, not yo, my, hashtag not my Hamilton not my Hamilton it, it's true it's not it's not like any like it is the musical theater tropes but that doesn't make it interesting at all I think it's just the same fucking you know I, I don't think it's actually trying to have musical theater tropes Hamilton no it's definitely it? it's, it's Hamilton very, but all the lyrics are by Fred Durst yeah uh, <laughs> like it's just so overwrought and so unfun which is really like the opposite of the Simpsons like again like yeah, the whole yeah. point of the it's Simpsons just... is that they're funny and they're they're skewering pop culture they're not like I think just what... you know yeah. like aping it and like you know what doing whatever the fuck they're doing on this album like it's there's a vignette about doing homework like but what? yeah it doesn't feel like a Simpsons song in any way. I don't get that from anything on this album right they had to they had to include an actual laugh track on this song to remind us that these characters are supposed to be funny like that's what it felt like there's there's actual like you know like laughing sound effects like played into the song to be like <laughs> remember guys like you know but it's 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 just not funny. And it's funny, including look at all these idiots, which was bad. <laughs> all right. I'm not saying, I, again. <laughs> look at all these idiots. <laughs> A bunch of boobs. Look at all these boobs. That was great. <laughs> A festival oh. of fools. God. A factory full of fools. I, I swear to God, guys, you're going to listen back to this and you're going to be like, Heather was right. Like, look at No, <laughs> no. I guarantee you're wrong you because I'm not, never okay, going to okay, listen okay, back to okay, this. Okay, no, no. But the podcast. Oh, I'm the podcast, saying, yes. I'm saying, okay, well, which is better than looking 
look at all these idiots, guys. Which ones are you going to go hard for? Which is your favorite of the album? God Bless the Child. Oh, my God. I don't know. It's Incorrect. good. Incorrect. It's As not a standalone, non Simpson song, it's Incorrect. the best one. Incorrect. I, I think so. I don't know. None of these work as a Simpsons thing. That song works best as a as, song. As songs that are bad, bad, funny, I don't I think Deep, Deep Trouble no. gets, gets me going. Oh, my I God. It. I mean, I hate it, too. You're okay, asking so me we, what I like the most. So we all agree that this shit is fucking it's trash. Horrible. It's There's garbage. About it. And and what we really want to do is do a podcast where we just like talk about the Simpsons forever and our Catholic upbringings. But instead, we have to uh, we have to wrap this up. You know, yeah, it's, we've, it has, been, we've been talking for talking a while. For way so, too long. Way too long. So um, Ben, as you know, we we like to have our guests. They get to choose a quantity by which we measure uh, the like horrible ineptitude of an album that we you know that we review on the show. So from zero to negative five of some such quantity. Uh, we had tanning beds for our white rapper roundup. I think um, last week it was pile or yeah for Eddie Murphy it was piles of cocaine. Um, for Hinder it was keys to room twenty one. Uh, so what? <laughs> what? What? So I'm gonna uh, give, I'm gonna give my final thoughts here and I'm gonna give you my score. Okay, great. So like like I think I said earlier, this is absolutely in the make it stop wheelhouse of like Return of Bruno, the Elton John disco album. Yeah. Um, it's not like there's aspects of it that aren't entirely unlistenable because it's blues it's these blues standards covers like it's not like a uh, like broken side where it's just it's just you know right. you're falling down a cliff the whole time right. there's aspects of this that are music you know um, there's talent on the album you got these like we, we've been talking all this whole time about the features you know you got Dr. John you have all these people on here that are you know doing their thing it's mostly covers um, that being said it is a shame money grab there are no redeeming qualities it's an album built entirely around one episode of the show and it's from season one it's one dimensional it's unsimpsons it's not a it's not a blues album certainly not a blues album definitely not uh, a novelty album um, and I walked in here with an idea about what score I was going to give it but I think I have to actually downgrade it more now because of kind of the egregious like the, the egregious treatment of the blues like you were talking about Heather so with all that in mind, I'm going to give this album negative 3.5 Poochies. <laughs> Poochie, the character who ruined Itchy and Scratchy. Yes. <laughs> yes. This is a Poochie of Simpsons memorabilia. This is the Poochie of the blues. Uh, I love that. That's so accurate. I got to go. I got to agree with you, Ben, that I, I was going to go into this episode giving this album a better score, a, a more charitable score. And then over the course of talking about it, uh, my score has gotten worse. Uh, there were the things I liked about this album. You guys made me realize, like, are irrelevant. This album <laughs> fails so hard as a Simpsons product that I it, it really doesn't matter that like the vocals are good on God Bless the Child. It really doesn't matter that there's an interesting structure of the way that right. the song Sibling Rivalry flows. It's <laughs> there, it doesn't matter that there's a nice piano solo from Doctor John. It's <laughs> all fucking pointless. Yeah. It's all a waste of time. Yeah. And it's such, it's such a, it's, it, 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 it fucks with the legacy of the Simpsons, honestly. Like this, the Simpsons, like if this is your first introduction to what the Simpsons are, you're not going to want to watch the Simpsons. I am with Ben lockstep, negative yeah. 3.5 poochies. 
And Bruno, wow, Bruno was a three, right? Negative Bruno was a negative three. two. Negative two. Well, because oh. you know what? I think Bruno's that, way better. Than I think this. that's yeah, what that's I true. think that. And, well, and another thing. So when I get into my rating now, like the 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 thing about Bruno is that we didn't hold Bruno or Bruce Willis at that point in any sort of high esteem. But like for me, like the Simpsons yeah. were so critical yeah. to my life, to the to the shaping of my psyche that like I to it, I feel betrayed by this album like I feel like it fails to deliver on even the most basic of promises you know the Simpsons sing the blues that is literally what it says it does and first of all the idea that that would ever be a good fucking idea is is totally preposterous but when it comes to it being the Simpsons they fail at that because they hadn't fully fleshed out who their characters were at that time and they just you know played up to their worst stereotypes and then sing obviously we know that that does not sound good and none of, none of the singing I mean props to your Lee Smith we we appreciate your your pipes you you carried this album as much as you possibly could um, and then the blues like the fact the preposterousness of thinking that these cartoon characters had any claim had any reason again besides maybe Lisa who was who was down from day one but um, you know that they have any claim to the blues as an art form um, and the fact that this is as you said Ben a shameless money grab it is definitely a negative we're gonna we're gonna bring it all together we're gonna all agree despite of our disagreements to a negative 3.5 uh poochies because i really was i do feel betrayed by it especially when i know how much better it can be and like i love novelty i love parody i love goofy dumb shit look at that we, we talk- started we started at very different places and, and all here met we in are. the same spot it's bad <laughs> we're back uh, <laughs> it's bad you guys i forgot what i was gonna fucking say sorry, cut it I'm out sorry Cut it out. Cut it out of the show. Cut it out. All right. So we did it, guys. We made it through all 10 songs, all 40 minutes of Simpsons Sing the Blues. We started in, in different points and perspectives. We met here right in the middle. Um, you know, fuck. I guess it really is. It's un- unifying and it's terribleness and we can at least be thankful for that at the make a stop studios am i right am i right guys i think you're right all right yeah so i think we, we talked about it for way longer we should <laughs> a lot yeah. longer than the album really want to thank you guys for having me on i've been i from the inception of this show from the first episode i've wanted to get on this mic i'm very happy to be here you guys are great this Aww. podcast is Aww. great uh, i'm gonna keep listening to it well, I gotta, you're I gotta contractually catch up. obligated as our best friend to listen to this <laughs> until the end of time and so if we're contractually obligated to review terrible movies until the end of time music. we're all locks uh, m- music we're all locks <laughs> you know this <laughs> album has fucked with our heads it has it has I've been medicating it's been, it's been very very fun um, so thanks that for means coming we, on Ben we, really, we had a blast with you hey anytime yeah, we love you we love you Ben love you guys Oh well we don't love this album Simpsons Sing the Blues but um, if you love us stoppies please like and subscribe to us on iTunes find us on the internet we're on Facebook we have our own website, makeitstoppodcast.com. You can listen to all the stuff in the archives, including the lost episode, episode one, Broken Side. Yeah. You can find it on our it's website. It's only on our website. Yep, it's exclusive. It's exclusive. Um, it's a quarter of the length of this episode. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> well, we didn't hate ourselves that much then. No. Um, all right. And then, so next week, we're going to be on vacation. We are going to be in New Orleans for our wonderful friends, Katie O 
on Marcus's wedding. Uh, so we will not be doing an episode, but we will be coming back the following week with Angela Sawyer, the owner and operator of Weirdo Records. Uh, and she is going to be coming on here, and we're going to be reviewing Motley Crue's Theater of Pain. Oh, so awesome. that is going to be special. And then we got a whole bunch of other stuff coming your way. Another fan choice with the Pop Punk Roundup will be coming up at the end of March. So you'll have a chance to weigh in. Uh, but in the meantime, like our stuff, subscribe, uh, you know, just feed our egos. You guys have to it's do a important. jam band album, by the way. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the thing is that I don't know how to differentiate good jam band music from bad jam band music. So uh, maybe pick a Mo Stoppies album. who unfortunately like jam band music. Yeah. Let me know what's the worst one. Katie Owen Marcus. Yeah, like, please help us out. Like, I would, I could do a fish album and it would be bad enough for me, but I want to do one that's like universally considered bad. Papadocio. (laughs) Perhaps Papadocio. Make it Stapadocio. All right. And (laughs) with that, we're done. (laughs) Yeah. Bye. Bye, guys. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.